following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And it is a Wednesday at the Star in Frisco. Mickey Spagnola inside the SWBC Mortgage Studios there inside Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. And Everson Walls in his domain and Bill Jones in his. And we are set to go. It's a work week. It is Niners week and it is time I, I certainly hope, Mickey, when you walked in the doors there at the uh, at the Star in Frisco that you had all this negativity out of your mind. It's time to get to work on the Niners now. No negativity, <laughs> just realism. That's all. <laughs> but I am ready for I hope those play humdrum reality. Hey, I got a question for you guys. This this I all thought right. of this because it keeps coming up and keeps coming up. Uh, if the 49ers heading into this game were, say, eight and five, nine and four, would this game got flexed? No, it would not have got flexed. I agree. It's the I 49ers' it fault. It has no. nothing to do with the Cowboys' <laughs> four and nine record. It's the 49ers' fault that this game got flexed. No, I think it's I mean, both. It's, 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 real, a, Bill. it's a two. It's a two-team deal. You know, the Cowboys keep going. Well, they no, got no, 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 no. It's not. The Cowboys are in a, a unique situation, Spags, to where they, no matter what, they want. If we're playing well, they want to see us lose. Right. And if we're playing badly like we're playing now, they want to see us lose. Exactly. That's just the way it is. So San Francisco has to hold up their end. The fact that they suck this year, that makes it, uh, how can I put it, dumpable. It's a dumpable game. That's what I put it. Yeah, because it's, it's, like, it's like both teams, there's no appeal for the game. But if one team had something going, we, it would have still been a Sunday night game. But unfortunately for the 49ers, Let's be real. the if, 49ers if have lost five of their last six. Going. The 49ers have lost five of their last six games, and they don't have their starting quarterback. So they they kind of contribute they don't even have to their this. backup quarterback. They're, yeah, maybe right. They're going to, yeah, they they have going to their third. <laughs> they are the Dallas Cowboys. They are they are typical of what happened to us this year. It's typical of all those teams that didn't manage it well. The teams that manage the COVID crisis well, obviously those are the ones that are doing better. They're the ones that were less succumbing to uh, sickness and virus and things of that nature. Uh, that's why Baltimore had to have this, they had to, it's a had to have game the other night because COVID put them in such a dire situation. Just like it has the Cowboys, just like it has the 49ers. Well, I don't know if it's COVID well, who or, it well? or it's just who handled injuries. It well? It's just injuries. It's injuries. But a lot of those injuries came from, first of all, we know from the fact that we didn't handle the offseason well at all. No one was doing anything. We had no but they continuity couldn't do, or anything. But they couldn't do so anything, me, Everson. Everybody was in the same boat. It doesn't seem like... It doesn't seem like even at, at, from an individual standpoint, 
that no one did anything to prepare. They were they working they out were at da- they were working season. out at Dax at Dak's backyard. Remember the he, offensive lineman? Well, I don't know about well, the offense, but they got so hurt. Yeah, so, <laughs> so yeah. So we saying that the the injuries were because of the off season. I think. Well, why would we have so many injuries right now? What is so different about this offseason than any other offseason? All right, well, let me... Lack of availability. Well, yeah, but, okay, so we can start with Travis Frederick retiring right from the start. That had nothing to do with anything. There you go. All right, and then Lael Collins had a bad back when he finished last season, and it cropped up again uh, late, uh, right before training camp, and then developed a hip problem. That had nothing to do with not doing anything in the offseason. Then they lose Tyler Biadish to a hamstring injury during the national anthem. See, he should have knelt that instead was, of that stood. Was, but that and, and that was two months after he had reported. It wasn't like yeah, you know, I, right, two exactly. Days after he I, I'm saying, reported. yeah, right. I know. And so it, that was and he had Zach been, he had been on hurt. campus, so that was not COVID. And and Zach Martin gets hurt during the season. You lose your cornerbacks and, and Tyron Smith with the neck injury. That that happened during the season. So injuries, I think, to both teams really put them in the situation, especially when you lose your right. starting Court- corner, quarterback. So you're telling me that these rash of injuries, not just with our team but all over the league, had nothing to do with the lack of availability to your or access to your facility and to your teammates. You're telling me that these, all of these injuries, they just happen to coincide with the fact that we had this, this COVID offseason. That's what you're telling me. I'm telling you that It has that nothing he, to do with it. That's what I you're telling me. I don't know how you train your neck in the offseason to make sure a disc doesn't slip. Uh, I don't know how you train your back that was already bothering you uh, and, and, and you were able to come in and work out uh, if you were rehabbing an injury. So to me, these injuries, yeah, you're so, going to have so, injuries. So, so that was it. We're just, we're just the unluckiest team. We're just the unluckiest team in the league. Well, we're I just think the unluckiest of, team in the league. That look we got at all Philadelphia. Look, Philadelphia suffered injuries. The Giants suffered injuries. I am injuries. saying the entire league did not have access. That's exactly what I'm saying. The entire league did not have access, and therefore the entire league was affected. But the entire to league me, is not sitting believe. here at 4-9. and nine. And that's why I said in the beginning, it depends on how well you handled this situation in the offseason. The teams that handled it better, whether it was bad luck, odd injuries, lack of access, whatever, the team that handled it better, those that were able to stay away from it, by whatever means, Spags, luck, uh, Bad luck of the draw, it doesn't matter. I think all of these injuries in the entire league is how I started off this conversation. Those that handled it best are the ones that are in position right now uh, to, to, win the, uh, to, to win a division or go on further in the playoffs. Well, then they I, all should, I, you, you they all should get fine if they were working out illegally. <laughs> really? <Yeah. laughs> That's all you got? We're just going to disagree on this one. That's all. I understand, but it's just, okay, so COVID's here, and all of a sudden the entire league has, I I would dare compare the injuries and mishaps from this offseason to other offseasons. You're you're telling me that it's no 
that that they correlate. You're telling me that they correlate. No, you're now, telling me that you there's the same me, amount of injuries. If you would have told me the inability to have a real training camp in offseason affected what happened to Blake Jarwin, affected what happened to Gerald McCoy, then I would agree with you. But the injuries that really debilitated this team, I don't think had anything to do uh, with the offseason. Now, maybe the cornerbacks that had soft tissue injuries, I get that. But I don't think uh, missing the offseason caused Trayvon Diggs to break a bone in his foot. You know, there was other injuries as the season came along. You can have exceptions, Spags. There are exceptions. It's no doubt about it. There are exceptions. But to me, it was all about once you go through your offseason and you're accustomed to doing things a certain way. It's not just about soft tissue injuries. I talked about it way back before we even started the season. The timing of it all. You're not, your body is not as, uh, uh, it's more susceptible to injuries, I think, when you don't have that, mental, that mental, uh, connection between your brain and your feet that is usually there in a more uh, rigorous and, and uh, normal offseason. So now you're going out there and it, it almost feels like you're not where you need to be physically. You know, it, your timing is not there. Mentally and physically, the timing is just not there. So there are missteps. Your instincts may be off a little bit. To me, all of those, it's like when I held out back in 86. I was physically ready to go, but when I came into the game, instinctively I wasn't where I needed to be with no practices during training camp. I didn't get hurt, but I got toasted. So my thing is, there are times when you need that continuity because it does work with the brain and with your feet, to, your body together. So your steps may be off a little bit. You may not be as in tune to getting rolled up. Just small things like that, I truly believe. And like you said, we can disagree. I truly believe when something is taken away from your offseason, that, that normalcy that you're accustomed to, I think you're susceptible to certain injuries. I really do. And, and you know what? And I believe, and I believe that. I believe that. But the injuries the Cowboys suffered were not those type of injuries. Dak Prescott was lighting the league up, throwing the football, and then he he gets tripped up. Oh, no doubt. On, on running the ball and, and, and tears up his ankle. Uh, Dalton, I mean uh, Andy Dalton, suffers a concussion. Now, he did test positive for COVID, but if you look at it, the Cowboys have only had like three players that uh, the COVID uh, actual uh, infection caused them to miss either practice or games. And one of those was right from the start. So I, okay. I, I, just, think, I, I just think that uh, the injuries on offense really bad hurt this team really hurt this team, and the defense wasn't good enough to compensate. And frankly, I don't know whose defense in the league can compensate for a poor offensive performance. So, having yeah. said that... How, how much do we... How much do we so, What's next? <laughs> having said that... You know, I was thinking about that earlier today, though, in regards... I would love to see a study on... Uh, on how on the age of the rosters of, of the teams that are at the top of their division right now 
and the ones that have had the injury issues and, and see if there's some sort of trend along those ways. You know, one thing as far as COVID is concerned, you did see a lot of uh, uh, bigger players, offensive linemen types who opted out before the season started that affected several teams um, even before they, they reported for, for training camp. Uh, and I was thinking about it in regards to uh, some of the Cowboy injuries, of course, Tyron Smith, although age-wise, he's, he's still under 30, I believe, uh, but he's been in the league for a while. Um, you know, uh, Gerald McCoy, obviously Don Terry Poe was out of shape, and he was coming off uh, injury last year, too, and, and, his, and his rehab might have been affected by it as far as COVID goes, you know. But I'm thinking about. This I'd love to see what the, what's the age of bags. what's the what's the age of the Chiefs roster, you know, and and uh, some of the some of the teams that are in the league. I was thinking about it in terms of the Cowboys teams of the '90s that went to the Super Bowl. That was a relatively young team that was just coming of age when in '92 when they they you know they were in the prime of their. Uh, just uh, entering the prime of their careers, a lot of the key core guys on on those teams. But, but you, um, you make a good point, Bill. Though you do make a good point. I, I wish there was a study, you know, yeah. or just a study comparing other off seasons to this off season, and see how that affected each team, how each team dealt with it, uh, and you know, correlate that with how successful their the record yeah. was well, yeah, and how, how much all are the injuries, injuries? Like, like you said, even the even the things that Spags was thinking about. You know, uh, how much of the injuries other, are age related or wear and tear related? Go ahead, Mickey. Well, I, I was going to say. So, uh, I, I I pointed out last week the number of Cowboy players uh, tw- uh, no more than twenty five years old uh, that played this year. Well, I redid it and I counted guys that just played on special teams and some of the guys that had to play again this this uh, this past game I got to 36 guys on this roster who have played in games with no more than in their third year in the league and the reason of that was a lot of the injuries that the Cowboys did uh, did incur and 20 of those 36 started in games so you had a lot of guys playing, as Jerry said, that probably would have been on the practice squad, but we got them on the field. So they got too young too soon uh, on the field for mm. a bunch of guys with a, not much experience, especially on the offensive line. I uh, was listening to some of the uh, talk shows the other day, Spags, and... Everyone was, as we talked about uh, yesterday, t- they, they bring up this conversation about McCarthy. And once again, I think uh, one of you guys brought it up. That was a, the tail wagging the dog in, in, in that particular story. But then, of course, as, as, as the story continued, uh, people were trying to compare McCarthy to the present coach in Green Bay at this point. And they're giving this coach a lot of credit for how he's dealing with Aaron Rodgers versus how, uh, according to this story, Aaron Rodgers' performance was falling off uh, towards the end of McCarthy's career in Green Bay. Is there any uh, valid, uh, validity to that, Spags, you as a, as a journalist? What do you think about well, that? Well, 
all, all I can compare it to is how Dak Prescott was playing at the beginning of the season. He was one of the top quarterbacks in the league. So Mike McCarthy didn't ruin Dak Prescott. Uh, and, and one of those, one of those when they use that that, point, that that angle was also explored. Okay, and then the one thing about McCarthy in 2017, he didn't have Aaron Rodgers. He got hurt. They were playing a first-year quarterback who hadn't played in the league prior to that. And they were stuck basically playing Garrett Gilbert for the entire season. I think uh, Aaron Rodgers finally came back towards the end. He played one game when he shouldn't have, and that was the end of his season. So a lot of his problems were he didn't have Aaron Rodgers. You know, makes a difference when you don't have Tom Brady. Go ask New England. Does does uh, it's it's almost as if uh, I don't know if that was created, but they seem to to uh, refer to problems that they were having per- personal wise, personality wise. Yeah, uh, and I don't think he's having a problem with Dak, and he's certainly probably not having a problem with Andy Dalton. Um, didn't have a problem with with Garrett Gilbert. Maybe he had a problem with Danucci. That's why he didn't play well. <laughs> People are grasping at straws. When you just aren't good enough sometimes, you're just not good enough. And they haven't been good enough on the offensive line, and they haven't been good enough on defense. And that leads me to what do we do about this defense? Well, Because as you look at it, injuries aside, I'm sorry, Bill. Did you want to? No, no. It, it, this relates to exactly what you're talking about with McCarthy and Green Bay. What did the Packers do that improved that team more than anything last year for their new coach coming in? They signed the the Smith brothers, quote unquote, Preston Smith and Zadarius Smith as edge rushers, and their defense improved immensely last year. And as a result, they go 13-3 and last year, and they're up there at the top of the division again this year. If, you know, if Preston Smith and Zedarius, Tom, or and Zedarius Smith are playing for the Packers the year before, you know, maybe it's a different story for Mike McCarthy. They shored up their defense, they, they, and it was the first time in a long time that the Packers actually dived into free agency and signed some guys uh, in free agency to help their team out. And they, and they signed guys that weren't at the end of their careers. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So now we sit here, and our defense is one of the worst in the NFL, and we have fewer injuries on that side of the ball. Exactly. And 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 I understand they lost four four starters from last year off a of defense that finished ninth overall in the league last year. Oh, by the way. Yeah, but you know how that night looked, though, Bill uh, uh, Spags. You know how that looked. We we were all confused about the standing as far as that defense was concerned because they were still the weakness, I thought, of this ball club last year. Well, there was too many games. The Cowboys didn't score more than 17 points, too, though. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, was, if that you think a, about it, you know, right so, at the beginning, the first loss, twelve to ten to the Saints. Can't lose that game. And what? what so how well, do we improve? How do we improve defensively? Because at this point, 
I don't unless we start going out and, and doing like Green Bay did last year and uh, years before and start getting uh, concentrating on defense. At this point, we are salaried up on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, how can we improve when some of our highest paid players aren't even pro- producing well? well? And, and here's the other thing about the defense. I mean, we talk about the injuries have been on the offense, but there have been a number of injuries on this defense uh, throughout the season. Going back to, you know, Van Der Esch gets hurt in September, misses a month. Sean Lee wasn't available to, to even replace him the first half of the season, basically. Uh, you lose Tristan Hill was you know he had a comeback year and he was playing well and you lose him uh, at you know around midseason and then as we're, as what they're going through right now at the cornerback position shoot this last game they're playing Rashard Robinson and Savion Smith and Deontay Burton at at cornerback so and, and you didn't have Cheeto for for half the season from the you know second game on uh, and then you lose him again uh, this week with COVID. Um, and and then you lose Trayvon, you, you get Cheeto back, and you lose Trayvon Diggs for a month, uh, and you lose. And Donovan Wilson shows that he, he he shows a little something for a couple of games, and then he's out with a groin injury. Uh, uh, they've had their share of injuries on defense as well. And let's also point this out about about the guys that are making the big money on defense. There's only one guy on defense making big money, and and, it, and it's Demarcus Lawrence, and. You know, I understand four and a half sacks is not great, but what he's contributed in other parts of the game, uh, I think he's played. Uh, he's played awfully well. Uh, and 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 remember, you were relying on two other defensive ends who hadn't played. Uh, Randy Gregory didn't play the first six games, and then comes back after not playing since 2018. Alden Smith kind of started off quick, and then he kind of tailed off. He hadn't played since 2015. Uh, but no one was making big money on in the secondary. You know, your cornerback... What's your, uh, Mickey, Mickey, what's your definition of big money? Oh, uh, like $15 million a year? T- 12 okay. to $15 million a year? No one's making that other than Lawrence. You know, they right. re-signed Jalen Smith, but the contract was a very club-friendly contract because he got his money ahead right. of time, right? You lost Van Der Esch. Right. Yeah. You know, he's on his rookie contract. Cheeto was on his rookie contract. Jordan Lewis is on his rookie contract. They signed Anthony Brown back to a very friendly team contract. The defensive tackles, they're, you got a rookie starting and a guy in his third year that's on an exclusive rights contract. So... You know, your and other so they, your other contrast that to rookie, offense. So they didn't really spend any. The guys they spent money on, you know, they flubbed, right? Don Terry Poe out of here. Ha ha Clinton Dix out of here. And it wasn't big money, but it was some. And then Gerald McCoy never got and on Gerald the field. McCoy. Boy, Ha Ha Clinton Dix must have been really bad not to make it in this secondary. Has anybody picked him up <laughs> since? And nobody picked nope. him up. Nope. No, nobody picked nope. him up. And he'd been on three three teams in two years prior to coming here. That, uh, that in contrast, what you just said about the defensive money, and then look at the guys that where the money's invested on offense. Yeah, and there, and, and there's I think the last thing I saw was that Stephen pointing out sixty million dollars against the cap this year is on injured reserve. 
We're well, going way past our first break. Next year, we're going to be ready. We're going to have That's everybody right. we need. Yes. <laughs> That's right. But we're going to have everybody we need Sunday when the San Francisco 49ers come to town, too. All right? And I'll update we're you on that positive. when we come back. Okay, when we come back on Mix Shots. Hey there, Cowboys fans. With Tight Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day, so skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Grab some OtterBox gear and get ready for hanging with the boys. From rugged venture coolers to tough as nails elevation tumblers, We've got what you need to keep your game day drinks frosty and your football feast ice cold. And with cases, screen protectors, and power accessories, you can defend your phone and stay connected to every play. Gear up at OtterBox.com and amp up the fun of every Cowboys game. That's OtterBox.com. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears, okay. Let's play. Cream soda and Dr. Pepper time. Pour it in a glass of ice. Ah, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. A delicious duet. Back, back, back. To Mick Shots. Cowboys from anywhere. Open up AT&T's Fan Zone feature inside the Cowboys app and record your personal cheer and referee signals. You'll receive a personalized mosaic and may show up on the AT&T Live FX video board during the game. It's the Cowboys and the Niners at noon Sunday at AT&T Stadium. The day after the Big 12 championship game, Oklahoma and Iowa State on Saturday morning, I think at 11 or 11.30. I need to figure that one out. And um, The Cowboys might be playing at 10 o'clock one Sunday before this season's done, right? <laughs> <laughs> a 10 a.m. game. Like We don't even deserve noon. We'll just be on at 10. <laughs> Mickey, is, there's no chance that they can't get flexed out of the 325 game on uh, the following week against the Eagles, can they? Yes, they can. Well, if they both lose. <laughs> <laughs> the Eagles and the Giants aren't holding up their end of the bargain either. I, I think if I think if, if both teams are like mathematically out of it by the time they play, like, if they both lose, as, as Spag says, this Sunday, it's like, all, all right, right, nobody wants to watch this crap. All right. I forgot to look up what the – have you looked up what the what the tiebreaker is, Mickey? 
No, but I, far, I, I remember can do we were it talking real, the other day. Um, yeah, I could do it real quick. Oh, here. Yeah, if you can look up the tiebreaker uh, because uh, I had figured out on a multiple team tie that on my tiebreaker, which is the one that matters in my mind, which isn't official, <laughs> uh, the Cowboys had the tiebreaker. But I guess we ought to try to get it right uh, since that one matters to other people. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, I can get this producer right, Chris Beam. Oh, go ahead. Have, have you got it already? No, no, have go ahead. I was going to give you a practice okay. update. You, you look up. Oh, okay. Well, I get the practice update, and then and then you look that up, and I got something else to fill time with here while you're looking that up. What's so, the practice update? So we got some guys back on pra- in practice today. Uh, Trayvon Diggs uh, began his uh, return to practice off IR, uh, and uh, he was supposed to be limited, but in the portion that us pool reporters, myself and Rob Phillips got to witness. That's right. You're one of the privileged That's two. That's right. You and Rob Phillips only uh, once. He was moving pretty good in those drills, so we'll see how much he was able to do, and as McCarthy pointed out, the big thing is to see how much, uh, how he feels in the morning. Same thing with Donovan Wilson. He was out there. Uh, probably going to be limited. Uh, Anthony Brown out there, moving well. He was out there last week. Uh, he was expected to be limited. Uh, Cheeto is off the reserve COVID-19 list, so he's good to go. And Ezekiel Elliott uh, began that portion that we get to watch uh, working on the cords, but that's what he did last week, and that's what he did the game before. So I would imagine uh, he should, uh, you know, be be good to go. How 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 healthy he is uh, is another matter. Uh, they. Uh, returned uh, Adam Redman, uh, who they released uh, end of last week, to the practice squad. Uh, and I think what, that's what just about us. He was the backup center. What position? Backup center. Okay. And so, uh, and, and Biotish was out there. And, uh, you know, when, when uh, McCarthy talked about it, he said uh, he'll definitely be in the mix in practice. Uh, he'll have more practice reps this week than last week. So who knows? He may be your starting center. So they are getting a, a little healthier. I just don't know if it's in time. So we'll oh, and, and, and by the way, and by the way, one other thing, uh, Deontay Burton, who ended up playing when the other guys got hurt in the game, was not on the practice field. So I don't know what was up with him. We'll have to wait till the injury report comes out. All right, so if you were to uh, – uh, if Biotis starts at center, who's your starting right guard? Oh, I think it's McGovern. You go, mm. go, you, you go with McGovern and not uh, slide Looney and, and over I think there. Looney's your I think Looney's your backup center guard. Okay. I think, but we'll see. Okay. Because they've done it the other way okay. also. They put Looney at guard. I just think he's a better center than he is a guard. Hmm. And does and does it matter where they are in their season right now? How, what comes down on that decision, or is it the same motivation that you would have at midseason when you're not as much of a long shot to make the playoffs? I think as what I think if now? it's I think if it's a tie, then McGovern's the guard. Uh, Looney, you know, Looney could save you a, a roster spot too, because he can be the backup guard center. 
you wouldn't have to have a backup guard. Unless you and lose two offensive center. linemen in the first series of the game. Well, I mean, that's true. Unless he gets hurt on the first play of the game. And <laughs> Good point. Which has happened well, before. Yeah, yeah that's I started right. looking at this San Francisco defense, Spags. I mean, if we're talking about this whole offensive line and how we're going to handle it, what is San Francisco looking at on the defensive side, on their D-line? I recall this team being extremely physical. Their culture is aggressive. They got a, a de defensive coordinator who's highly accomplished and thought of. I'm just wondering uh, if we have, is that going to be an issue for us, a la uh, Washington football team defensive line, full of a bunch of studs that are carrying the team? Well, all I know is. Well, their biggest a, issue. A, their biggest issues on offense. Defensively, you know, they played pretty well against Washington. Now, I don't know if that's a, you know, a, a, a badge that you go, oh, you played well against that Washington <laughs> right. offense, right? But here's the deal. Right. You know, two, they, they, the two touchdowns that Washington scored were on defensive returns for touchdowns, but the defense True. by itself. Only they held Washington to 193 total yards, an average of 3.11 per play. They held them to 95 passing yards, 12 first downs, and three field goals. And one of those field goals was after a turnover, uh, and they only had to drive 13 yards to kick the field goal. So from a defensive standpoint, they played pretty well against Washington. And by the way, guess who's leading the team in sacks? That would be Kerry Hyder, who the Cowboys <laughs> did not try to re-sign last year. Oh right. my goodness! Okay. Kerry Hyder has seven and a half sacks. The former Texas Tech Red Raider out of Austin LBJ High School, who uh, I, I thought he did well here, but he doesn't fit this scheme, right, Mickey? I don't know what the scheme is. I can't answer that question. <laughs> well, he's only 6'2", 270 pounds out of Texas Tech when he came out. So he doesn't fit this scheme, apparently. But he fits San Francisco's scheme. By the way, the biggest issue that they've had in their front seven, though, uh, Everson, are, is the injury to Nick Bosa. Uh, yes. I mean, uh, he... He well, they actually had things. two that went down the same night. The other defensive well, end on the other other side went down. Solomon well, Thomas, Solomon Thomas out of Coppell in Stanford, uh, who who has not uh, performed up to the third pick in the draft level that he was picked in 2017. But he, in a rotation, he has been he has come along. Of course, he had uh, he had a horrible tragedy in his family that affected his second year in the league with. Uh, uh, the death of his sister, uh, Ella. But uh, he's a, uh, you talk about a quality human being and a, and a guy who's going to make the most of his ability, Solomon Thomas. But as you alluded to, he, he tore his ACL the same game that uh, Nick Bosa did. And so that was huge. They also lost Quan Alexander, the linebacker, um, uh, early in the season as well. And so yet that, they were still able to hold Washington to uh, uh, meager to rushing yards com compared to, to what yeah. they, were, they were doing against us. Well, yep. they, they yep. also held the so. Rams to just 20 points. Uh, they held New England to six. Uh, the Rams the first time around to 16. Uh, and the Giants to nine. The Jets to 13. Um, gave up 24 to Arizona. Then they've had some bad ones. Uh, Seattle, 37. Green Bay, 34. New Orleans, 27. 
uh, Buffalo 34. So when they've played the really good offenses, yeah, they haven't played yeah, those as well. The and by the way, right. the, the 49ers were playing Kerry Hyder at defensive end, uh, not inside yeah. like he did a lot for the Cowboys. All right, so let me ask you this. When's the last time the Cowboys spent a first-round draft pick on a defensive lineman? Taco. Hmm. Taco? 2017. That was 2017. That was late first round. Right. That didn't work out so well. Uh, okay. Tristan Hill was the first pick. He was a second-rounder. Yeah, but he was, he was late second round. Right. I mean, even Demarcus Lawrence was a second-round pick. All right, what have the 49ers done on their defensive line? In 2016, in the first round, they took DeForest Buckner. All right, uh, in, 2019, in 2017, third pick in the draft, they took Solomon Thomas. In 2019, second pick in the draft, they took Nick Bosa. In 2020, this year, 14th pick in the draft, defensive lineman, uh, Javon Kinlaw, and I even take you back 2015, 17th pick in the draft, Eric Armstead. So 2015, they took a defensive lineman, uh, Armstead. 2016, they took Buckner, who's now with the Colts. 2017, they took Solomon Thomas. 2019, they skipped a year, and then 2019, Nick Bosa with the second pick, and 2020, Javon Kinlaw. So there's five defensive linemen that they've taken in the last six drafts. Yeah, and that's one reason why with Debo Samuel down, uh, Brandon Ayuk has 50 catches, and you probably can't name any of the other wide receivers on the team, and probably not another running back after Raheem Mostert. Mostert and and he, he, he came out of nowhere. So their, their, their most notable offensive player, uh, not named a quarterback, is Greg Kittle, right? George Kittle. George it's, Kittle, it's sorry. So, so notable that he's Greg Kittle. Yeah, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty good. So now, Is he still out? Is, uh, they don't yes, know. He's, he, he's, he's, he's on IR, and they were going to see what he could do. Uh, he could do this week. Um, uh, also, Mostert, uh, not sure about him. They haven't, I, I don't know, we'll see what happens in practice today, what the report comes out, if they're staying with Nick Mullins or if they're going with uh, C.J. Beathard. Um, and they were having, then the guy that had the problems against the Washington defensive front was their 2018 first round pick, Mike McGlinchey, uh, struggled badly against those defensive ends. Uh, so yeah, they've got, right. they've got some problems offensively. So McClinchy, the tackle, is the only non-defensive player they've taken in the last six drafts. And so they went offensive tackle that year in 2018. All right, we got to take a break. Mickey's going to look up those tiebreakers in this break, and we'll be back with more mix shots in just a moment. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears, okay. Let's play. Cream soda and Dr. Pepper time. Pour it in a glass of mine. Ah, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. A delicious. 
just do it. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm, and stop using candles to see at night. It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are... Oh. Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizol for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. To mixed shots. Santa is back at his Dallas Cowboys cottage at the Star <laughs> in Frisco. Appointments are available now to take your socially distanced holiday photo with Santa through December 24th. Book now at the Star in slash Santa. Mickey, have you been by there to see Santa yet? I have. As a matter of fact, I walked by it last Thursday. All right. Did you have your good. Grinch outfit on? I didn't have an appointment. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't going to let me you in the, the door. Picture, you, you didn't get your picture taken. Well, we need by by Christmas Eve. We need a, we need a picture of Mickey with Santa. Yes, absolutely. And I'm going to start bringing in we decorations. Need a, we need a picture. Of, we need a picture of Spags in a in a Grinch suit sitting with Santa. That's what we need. That would yeah, be hilarious. I'm sorry. Mickey, you have those, do you have those tiebreakers? I do. Me? If two clubs remain, <laughs> all right. So the 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 oh two, the, the, uh, the two club tiebreaker is head to head, best one loss tied percentage in games played within the division. So division record. Third is best one lie, uh, tied percentage in common games, and then it's conference record, then strength of victory. If there's three or more right, clubs, I want, the, I want the multiple team. Yeah. If three, three or more, more clubs, uh, so if there's three clubs, it says note. If two clubs remain tied after the third or other clubs are eliminated during any step, tiebreaker reverts back to step one of the two club format. But for three, okay. head to head, games division record, common games. Conference record, yeah. strength of schedule, or strength of victory, then okay. strength that's of more schedule. Likely the, that's more likely the Cowboys scenario, right? Three being tied. So you put all three together, well, yeah. and then when you, if you eliminate one, then it comes down to two. And you go back to the top. Right, so right, it's basically gonna, the same. Yeah. 
Right, and and it's not like there's going to be two teams coming out of the NFC East. So right. It's, it's yeah. So I don't have to tell you title. if it's so, if you're trying to break a tie for a wild card within uh, the conference, then you first apply the division tiebreaker, uh, and then you file the other uh, different divisions applied to the following steps, which comes to conference uh, head-to-head conference record. That's when conference record takes over. That's why Washington needs to lose really lose out, right? Well, and, and I, I got to go now my assignment for tomorrow. I gave Mickey, I gave you an assignment. My assignment now is to figure out uh, this scenario on the common opponents and see where the Cowboys sit if they tie with uh, the Giants and uh, Washington. Well, it's not going to so, be very good because the only teams they can beat going forward are teams with a losing record. Uh, and those teams have all already beaten somebody with a significant winning record. And the Cowboys well, played basically the same schedule except for, for, for what, one game? Two, two games. games for, except for yeah, two games. Two games. Yeah. Right. So, okay. I'll figure that out, though. And one of the I, games – I had it figured out – one of the games the Cowboys won was against Minnesota, so you would have to hope that they would finish. What they're, they're are they six seven and six or six and seven? They're six and seven, right? And so no one else would have played them. They, that was outside the division. And the Cowboys okay. lost to all the teams in the in the West, right? And I am once depressed again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, they got to beat San Francisco. Yeah, that's what they, they got to beat everybody. That's what that's they got to right. do. Because they beat, right. they beat, so, so, but they lost to Philadelphia. They beat the Giants, lost to Philadelphia, and they lost to Washington, which the Cowboys did too. Okay. Do you want to know who the youngest team in the league is? Well, how's that figured? The youngest? Like today or to the start the season? I don't know. Chris Beam sent it to me. I have no idea well, then wh- ask Chris. when it was taken, <laughs> if it was their roster at the... Oh, roster at the beginning of the season. Well, that... Roster at the after the fifty-three man cut on September second. The teams have changed so much since then. This makes no sense whatsoever. I want a better roster breakdown. Anyway, <laughs> well, there's your assignment. Jacksonville, Jacksonville as the youngest roster as of Labor Day. As of and Labor their Day, Jacksonville. Is, their record is and they're awful. Okay, here's the next. <laughs> here's the next four. Awful. Yeah, next four. Dolphins, second youngest, they're in the hunt. Rams, third youngest, they're in the hunt. Browns, the Browns, fourth youngest, they're in the hunt. Packers leading their division, they're in the hunt. And then we got Minnesota, and then we got Denver, and then we got the Chargers and the Giants. So we hit a little lull there. And then the 10th youngest, the Colts, they're in the hunt. The Raiders... The Cowboys are number 12 on the list. Now, where are the Chiefs, you ask? The Chiefs are number 16, so they are middle of the pack as far as youngest roster back on Labor Day. 
So, so if you oldest? if you consider all that, okay, tell me, yep. tell me, I'm I'm counting it up right now. How many guys the Cowboys have on the roster that are more than at least thirty years old? Twenty. No. I'd say a dozen. All right. Ten. Seven. That are active seven. today. Whoa. I'll say seven. I, that are active, oh, active today. 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 Oh. One of those is your well, backup quarterback, which is okay. One of them should have been your backup center guard, Looney's 30. Alden Smith, who hadn't played in five years, 31. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyrone Crawford, 31. Sean, Sean Lee, 34. Sean Lee. Can't get him on the field. Uh, C.J. Goodwin is 30. And... LP. LP. Oh, I missed one. Greg Zerline, too. And LP's 39. Yeah, so LP kind of, he, he kind of messes up the average, right? You got a 39 year old deep snapper. <laughs> it's not like, you know, he, I mean, he's good, right? And he's going to set the record like we yeah, talked about for Canadian born players, most games played in the NFL, assuming he doesn't hurt himself between now and the national anthem Don't start, on Sunday. Spags. Don't put that out in the universe, man. Stop okay, that. I didn't say it. So, so. <laughs> All right, that's we're out it. of time. That's it. They, they. Why not? And the guys they lost, you know, weren't that old either. You know, I don't think uh, Tyron's Tyron Smith is thirty yet. If he is, it's only thirty. Lel Collins isn't. Yeah, I think body he may just turned thirty, maybe. His so, body is real old. You know, Dak's not thirty. Blake Jarwin's not thirty. So. They were a pretty young team uh, to start with. Uh, uh, I got breaking news for you. What's what's the date today? The sixteenth. Four days ago, Tyron Smith turned thirty. Okay. Hmm. So add Tyron Smith. Well, he's not active. He's so on IR. Count on count. All right. We're out of time. We're out of time. All right. We're by tomorrow, I will tell you tomorrow. We would well tomorrow's Thursday. It's not picks to click, but I will tell you tomorrow whether the Cowboys have a chance of making the playoffs. That's to come tomorrow here on Mix Shots. <laughs> Go Cowboys! This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!